Oh my God, it, this has brought me way more joy than I have had in absolute years. I am reminded how much of a sensual being I am. And like you said, it's not just yes. about sex. It's about being a sensual person and feeling everything that there is that the world has to offer. Welcome back, baby sluts. Today, you will meet the sweetest slut who slid in my DMs, spilling the tea about her recent success in the sex industry. So let's welcome Miss Summer Alexander to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. Oh, well, hello. Thank you. Yes. I'll clap for myself. Yes. I am so happy you're here. I know it's been long awaited. We got through Black Friday and Uh now we can kind of jump back in the podcast game. And I recently found out that you have a podcast as well. I do. It's super exciting. I love podcasting. Tell us what your podcast is called. Give yourself a little plug. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can head over to Smash Speaks. So search that wherever you want on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. I do a lot of business tips. I do a lot of mental health stuff. I'm, I'm all about helping other people tr- you know, like make their life a little bit better uh, by not going through what I've been through. <laughs> I love that. So relatable. I have it pulled up right here. It says, welcome to the wild world of an introverted Scorpio. So shout oh. out to our Scorpio sisters. And I'm so impressed that you are bringing awareness to mental health because I myself, I think I have an episode about my mental health. So what, like, what are your mental health struggles off, out of curiosity? city. That would be depression and ADHD. So I was diagnosed with ADHD. I was like around 16 and I'm 33 now. So that's fun. (laughs) And then depression came uh, as a diagnosis a couple years later. And so I've been off and on meds for that and therapy and all that kind of jazz. So do you think diving into your own mental health and working on yourself, do you think that's an advantage to being a sex worker or disadvantage? Oh, that is a really good question. I love that. Um, I think it's it's important for any person at all to dive into their own mental health because mm-hmm. so many people just let life happen and they don't understand what's happening to them. They never understand that things are happening for them. But when people mm-hmm. can dive in and understand like maybe why something happened, maybe an, even an origin of a kink, then I think it, it can help with themselves mentally, but then bringing that into the sex work side of things, I think it can be super powerful to help not only them, but their fans. And, you know, if they happen to be really into uh, the kink world, then maybe they have a dom that would be really interested in knowing the origin of their kinks. So super important to me. That's a great answer. I loved how you said things don't happen to you. They happen for you. That's just a beautiful way to say it. And I mean, you probably get people who like you hear commenters on social media that shame a lot of the kinks that our clients have. And that's just such a big frustration to me because it goes against everything about being yourself and just entices people to be more closeted, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm all about smashing the stigma. That's part of my, my gimmick with smash, but smashing the stigma <laughs> of like mental health and, and sex work and everything that comes with the nasty stuff, yeah. you know, it's, it's so uh, frustrating. Like you said, when people aren't yeah. open-minded. So I want to, I want to back up a little bit. If you want to tell me like a few things about you. <laughs> so I 
<laughs> before we like freaking dive into the nasty, nasty and yeah. kind of like how you found me or the podcast. Sure. So I've been in sales and online marketing for nearly 12 years. I, I currently run a multi-million dollar organization in sales a year. And so I've been doing that for as long as I, I remember, I don't even know who I am outside of it anymore because it's so part of me. Mm-hmm. But so I do that. I live by myself with my cat and she's my pride and joy, <laughs> my little baby. Cute. Yeah. I recently moved, been here in Texas for a little over a year and I come from the Midwest. So speaking of like stigmas, the Midwest is pretty <laughs> close minded for the most part. Mm-hmm. So it's been cool to branch out of that and live my own life. Otherwise, yeah, that's that's me. So how did you find the Slutrepreneur Squad? So super interesting, actually. I was living with a friend and she's like, oh my God. She like ran out of her room. She's like, I just found someone on YouTube who sells sex toys and bongs. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> And so that makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, this was was probably a year ago now. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Sweet. Um, Because we both come from the sex toy industry. And so it was really interesting. Yeah. And then months and months went by and we had gotten into 2020. And Mm -hmm. then your TikTok popped up on my For You page. And I was like, (laughs) what are the odds? (laughs) Right. And I was reading your bio and I was like, hold on a second. And I called my roommate out. I was like, is this what you were talking about a few months ago? She's like, oh my God, yes. I was like, follow, 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 follow. (laughs) Isn't that crazy how the universe works? It's like one day your friend is talking about like bongs and dildos and then the next we're like on a podcast it's just fucking bizarre oh god it's so good so i'm just like kind of backing up through our dms right now because i want to like know how this how this (laughs) happened and because you've messaged me and i'm like hey are you from tiktok (laughs) what's Oh, wait, you must have been in one of my lives because you said I'm messaging you here like you asked. What happened? Yeah, because we were chatting on TikTok. Yeah. I I, I don't even remember. I I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's only like three people I've ever told. Like, it's usually on live. Like, they'll start talking about something really interesting. I'm like, please message me because my TikTok (laughs) is just flooded, you know? I'm sure. It says you used my referral link to sign up for OnlyFans. Yeah, I literally started a separate account because I didn't know that existed. I was like, nope, screw this account. I'm starting a new one. Okay, so here's your link. And then I voice texted you something. I was probably like, thank you. What do you need help with? Yep, you gave me some directives that I followed, which I love. Okay. I love direct coaching. You're great at that. And then, okay, so you sent me your link and I told you it looks great. And then we started talking about FetLife. Mm-hmm. See, you got some new subs. One has already sent me three pieces of lingerie from my wish list and is sending a toy and a backdrop next payday. So is that like a first for you when that happened? Yeah, this is all of this is super new because I just started. That was uh, October. So I had never had anyone want to send me something, you know, and it was his idea, which is, I think, the coolest because he brought up to me, he thanked me after we chatted on uh, about things. <laughs> and he's like, um, so what's your wish list? I want to thank you for spending some time with me. I was like, wait, what? Oh my God. 
as you should. (laughs) So I want to think about this moment, like what clicked in your head that made you want to click that link and make the profile? Like a lot of girls who haven't started yet or guys, they're they're always like, oh my God, my family and friends are going to find out. I can't do this. But like, what (laughs) were you just like, fuck this, I'm gonna do it. I've always wanted to do it. Like what happened in your brain that made it seem like the right fit for you? Okay. So I love that you asked this because it's been going through my mind all this year that I mean 2020 has been a shit show obviously but that something isn't right there's something is missing from my life and I've been thinking that for the last couple years and it boiled down to me coming out of a a really nasty depressive episode this year and I mean I'm still there don't get me wrong but this one it was bad but I'm very fortunate to have really good friends in my life who essentially had to grab me virtually and shake me and say listen bitch you are a sexy Scorpio, who is confident and beautiful, and slapped me with compliments and reminders that I'm worthy and that I am a goddess, and that I and asked me if I'd ever started or wanted to start an OnlyFans or a Patreon or anything like that. I'm like, well, I mean, it's crossed my mind, but and I don't want to say this to be braggy or whatever, but like, I don't need it for the money. They're like, Mm -hmm. that's fine, but you're confident and you're sexy and you like showing that off and you can only show so much on regular social media. So you should try it. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) And and that's kind of the struggle of being a Scorpio is you're so intuitive and so introverted that you can be like your own worst enemy sometimes. And I really agree with not wanting it for the money. And a lot of people ask me, you know, you have your own business. Why are you doing this? And there is a joy in your sexuality. Like, it's not like you want to have sex with people. You just enjoy. How do I word this? Like our sensuality. Yeah, like it's it's empowering. Like like I enjoy my sexiness, like my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like I I just love enhancing it, and it makes me feel powerful and good. Like I'm not like trying to have dicks in me all the time, which is okay too. But there's something about the energy when I'm watching myself film, mm-hmm. when I'm doing a live. Like, can you feel that too? Like, does it, it? Like, how does that make you feel? Oh my god, it, this has brought me way more joy than I have had in absolute years. I am reminded how much a sensual being I am. And like you said, it's not just about sex. It's about being a sensual person and feeling everything that there is that the world has to offer. And whether that it comes from sexual things or not, I think it's so cool because like you said, when I'm making content, like Mm -hmm. I am so horny. <laughs> like I have to stop sometimes and like take care of myself. I'm not even kidding. Oh my God. Hold on. Is so there good. like, do, do, do you ever like do like your filming and then afterwards, like you get off the way you want to like not being all sexy, like ugly come face type of <laughs> oh deal? God, yes. Yes. I like, I always feel so bad. I'm like, I should be making extra content filming that, but I'm like, I just need like a face in the pillow grunting situation. Absolutely. (laughs) But you know that someone's going to want to see that. So maybe, maybe you should. And I I love how you said sensuality. It's essentially a part of you and we're taught to kind of cover that up or shame ourselves for it. So once you bring light to it, you're like, oh, my sensuality is a part of me and it makes me a better version of me. I mean, maybe not for everyone, but it's 
definitely helped me evolve into the person I want to be. Like, do you ever feel like you're just walking down the street and not that you feel better than other people, but you're like, someone paid for my coffee. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I absolutely feel like, oh, I am that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So like I'm going through our DMs again and you said, girl, this guy found me on FET who sent you the gifts and he claims he's a sadist. What is a sadist to those who don't know? So a sadist is someone who... Sadist? Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) See, I like to pretend like I know everything. So can you school me on what a sadist is? Dear God. (laughs) It's no problem. It's no problem. So in the the BDSM community, it basically goes back and forth of the dom-sub relationship and the sado a sadist and, and masochistic relationship. Back up to people who that's gibberish to them. Like explain that, those terms. Okay. So, well, I got to write things down because there are numbers and letters here. Okay. <laughs> or we can just Google them together. Okay. So I'll answer your first question for sadist. Okay. That is someone who derives pleasure from inflicting pain or, or humiliation, degradation, that kind of a thing. Oh my God. You said it just how the dictionary does. A person who derives pleasure, especially sexual gratification from inflicting pain or humiliation on others. So this is the person who enjoys humiliating other people or enjoys being humiliated. Humiliating. So that's the person okay. that does the act. And then the masochist is the one who receives it. Isn't that interesting how people are like, oh my God, I'd love to scream at men for money, but it's actually a lot harder than you think it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. I, that's what I did last night. And I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> did you see my tweet? <laughs> but before I did it, I was like, what words are your boundaries? Because I don't want to say something like too mm-hmm. mean. I think that's important to talk about. And um, at the same time, he was like, please be as mean as possible. So it's like, you don't want to be too nice either. But after that session, I was like, whoo, I feel good. Like, I feel like I got some energy out. <laughs> there you go. I love that. And I love that you talked about the boundaries because it's so important, especially when you step into that role of mm-hmm. in that role, you are the degrader, the dom like person and you Mm -hmm. need to understand people's limits and what's going to be a hard limit for them because you never want to cross those boundaries. Absolutely. What was the one with the M? I think it started with an M. That's the masochist. That's one who the masochist. Mm -hmm. So they get off on being humiliated, degraded and getting the pain inflicted on them. It's funny. My girlfriend and I, we were Googling last night why people enjoy being peed on so much. We were like trying to figure out like if it's psychological or like childhood trauma or something. So I'm wondering what stimulates this pleasure from being humiliated for masochists. <laughs> I honestly I, I've wondered that too because I don't I don't identify as that. I'm much more in, in the top energy and uh, the Dom energy. So I, I don't have a, any answer for you, but uh, I also want to make it very clear that not every kink comes it can, but not every kink comes from some sort of psychological trauma. I think so many people get that mixed up and they think that every kink has to be because something bad happened to them. That's a really good point. I think that's another thing that, you know, to smash the stigma behind the FET community. Now, and I, I really like that train of thought because 
I'm very introspective about things. I, I like to ask more questions than act like I know everything. So when we were thinking about this and reading about this last night, there was a lot of instances, and I'm just referring to the one we were reading about, about the peeing. I think I have the actual word for it somewhere up here. You, you're <laughs> Yeah. Am I saying that right? You're, you're it's uh, sexual excitement associated with the sight or thought of urination. And there's so many different ways it could be like being peed on, drinking pee, seeing someone act like they have to pee. And we were trying to figure out like where this stemmed from. And one of the reasons was being turned on like when you're a kid, like the pleasure of like you had to use the bathroom really bad or seeing someone else act like they had to use the bathroom really bad. And I was just trying to put myself in that person's shoes. So, you know, the only thing I could really come to mind was kind of like childhood, like same with the feet, like, you know, what happened when you were a kid? Like what happened when you were an adolescence to being adult that made you so strongly attracted to something? Like it's just very interesting. I totally agree. And I love following that train of thought too, and like trying to find origins of certain things. But I'd also, like I said before, I don't think that everything needs a, like a quote excuse, mm-hmm. but things, things that aren't society's version of normal definitely cause you to think a little bit more. And I love that you put yourself in someone else's shoes rather than it being an instant like. Right. Yeah. This website on business insider says there's unlikely to be a single explanation that would apply equally, obviously. Um, Numerous theories are always proposed. Perhaps the two most prominent theories are that masochism, either one, represents a learned behavior or two, serves in an escape from self-awareness. Interesting. That's an interesting point. So maybe like a learned behavior, meaning like pain has always been a part of your life or two, um, serves as an escape from something. And then that kind of makes me think about self-harm. You know, some people self-harm as an escape, but then where's the line that turns it into sexuality or makes it sexual. You know, like I like getting tattooed because it puts me in another place and heals some of my trauma. It's like pain therapy, but I may not necessarily want that in the bedroom. Like there's so many different gray areas. So it's exactly like you said, there's no one reason. But I think if you are diving into your self-help, self-care sort of thing, it's always interesting to kind of think about, I don't know, just kind of understanding who you are that's made you that way. And and even if you don't want to, that's fine too. But with these sort of kinks, it's bizarre to people. And as a sex worker who's trying to learn and respect other people's kinks that I work with, I think it helps me better understand how I can be a better partner for them. I love that. Perhaps. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. No, no, I love it. I love that that train of thought for sure. Relationships are supposed to be that that give and the take and the learning about things and, you know. Yeah, that that's a good point. I mean, it's it's just as similar as any other relationship, even though it is business. It's still a relationship. If you're trying to have something long term. Sup, bitches. I just wanted to interrupt the show and let you guys know we finally have merch. You've been asking for it. So I made a few designs. We got some hoodies, some hats that say slutpreneur, slut, CEO, and much more will come. But if you want to see what we have so far, check out slutpreneur.com. And the link will also be in the bio because I know no one can spell slut. 
Sluttrepreneur. But come check out the merch and thanks for listening. Back to the show. So you continued to tell me in our DMs that this guy found you on FET, claims he's a sadist and has a history of doming, never subbing. He told you he was wired differently and that he would never submit. Challenge accepted. I love that. Um, So now he has expectations, rules, and is punished when he doesn't meet them. He had a wet dream to me two nights ago, which is against the rule of showing me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So you said he had a wet dream about you, but that goes against the rules because he has to show you every time he comes. So he's in the middle of punishment. Okay. Can you explain this? So let's pull that back to how he thought that he was only meant to dom that he thought yeah, he I, I got a little confused there for a second yeah so it, i wanted to make it a, a quick message to you because long messages are obnoxious but so he thought that he was wired a specific way and through us talking and connecting and you know letting each other in on those things that you know, are still sometimes uh, frowned upon in society. We mm-hmm. created a very safe space with each other. And okay, so our first encounter was him asking me why I had infidelity as one of my fetishes. And I explained my side of things and basically how I it's not up to me to make decisions for people. Like, I don't want to be cheated on. No one, I, well, some, I shouldn't say nobody. Some people do want to be cheated on. It's 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 a, mm-hmm. it's a kink. Mm-hmm. But I explained my side of things and I basically made him feel less guilty and that he wasn't alone in wanting to, oh, what's the word I'm trying to find? Like, like be controlling or? No, like truly let someone feel satisfied mm-hmm. because if they're not getting that from their partner, And it's not like I want people to leave their partners for me. Like, I don't want that at all. (laughs) But I'm not the one to make the decision. Um, And so basically, I made him feel really comfortable in our first interaction. And that's how it moved on. And he told me about how, you know, he's got all this doming experience. And so he's like, and at the time, I didn't even realize that I would be into doming personally. Like I joined Fed because, well, I thought it, it might be fun for put my OnlyFans link in there and, you know, but mm-hmm. what I found in Fed is so much more. There's such a community there and acceptance and love. Wouldn't you agree that when girls start this, they assume they're going to be submissive because they, they just want someone to give them money. A lot of girls yeah. start for the money and they don't find it joyful as others, some of them. And so they're like, oh, I want a sugar daddy. You know, I just want to send him nudes and, you know, he pays my bills or whatever. So you kind of go into this assuming you'll be submissive. I I find it rare that girls go in like, I'm ready to rip these dudes heads off. (laughs) (laughs) So I think a lot of even models listening might maybe this is helping their gears turn like, oh, maybe I should go out the box. And the next time someone approaches me, you know, and this guy wants me to make fun of their little dick, like maybe I'll take it seriously instead of laughing about it and find a joy in it and find a comfort in someone who's so open with what they like. I mean, I personally think it's so much easier when a guy is calling you a goddess and asking permission to speak to you. Like who who wouldn't want that instead of this Dom being like, you know, send me this video now. It's, it's kind of, um, I found myself more hurt or feeling more anxiety when I couldn't please someone that was being more dominant with me. And I just couldn't give them everything they wanted in return for like, 
at that point, the money didn't matter how much they gave me because I felt so underappreciated. That's legit. That's fair. I'm, I'm so glad you found your goddess energy. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) That is like the best compliment. Like I am so happy you found your goddess energy. (laughs) I love it. I do too. And the way that you you hold and handle yourself, especially on on TikTok, because that's like the best platform ever. The way that you handle yourself is so powerful because you're like, yeah. Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahem. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahem's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies. Infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a a little self-care spree with via hemp because you deserve nothing but the best goddess head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 and up only that's viahemp v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com and use code goddess at checkout Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Now back to the show. Of course. Oh my God. Like with the Rolex on your wish list, I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Like it is chef's kiss. (laughs) So I guess I posted about how to make a wish list and a a girl thought it was absurd that I had a Rolex on there and you can put anything on your wish list, girl, anything. And then someone even commented, they were like, girl, this is the cheapest Rolex that you can even get. Like sit down and, uh, I mean, I didn't feel bad. I put crazy things on my wish list because I can. And mm-hmm. someone even said, like, you're the most conceited person I've ever met. And I, you know, a few years ago, I probably would have saw myself and thought I was conceited too. But it's clear once you have confidence that it makes other people see how non-confident they are. Mm-hmm. And they try to pull you back down to their level. Mm-hmm. So I like to take those nasty comments and turn them into a learning experience for everyone. Because as we all know, I say it over and over, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And let's not bash the hurt people anymore. Let's, let's, let's teach them a lesson. So what made you 
think about him having to show you every time he came? Like, where did that come from? So hmm, I think it's it's a lot of control. Um, so once he he came up with the idea to be my sub, it, I was not the one who initiated that conversation because he drew what I thought was a boundary. But it turns out it was a kind of a an uneducated soft limit that I was able to get through without even trying because of, like we talked about, creating that relationship with people. So we were able to have these conversations and, you know, I eventually got him over to to OnlyFans because I sent him a picture of the lingerie that he sent me, right? But I was realizing that if I'm going to step into this dom role, which turns out to be way more natural to me than I uh, ever expected, then someone who's looking for a dom generally is looking for some sort of structure and control and essentially something to do, something to live for. And a lot of that control is obviously going to be sexual. Not all of it is by any means. Like I make him drink water. He has to drink a gallon of water a day. But when it comes to making sure that he shows me when he comes, especially if it's about me, I need to know these things. Because first of all, that turns me on and I get a little something out of that too. But second, he needs to have that structure in his life or he's going to think that he can get away with anything. And that's not helpful for either party because it's doing him a disservice if I didn't call him out on not following through with the expectations that he agreed to. I'm smiling because I'm so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, every, every little thing in this in this whole conversation relationship, there's always an opportunity. And even with the photo viewing, if you need to, you know, see a photo of his com or whatever, like that's an opportunity where someone could have to pay you to see that. And I think with newbies, they oversee those tiny little instances where you can turn it into something more and more special and more valuable to your sub or your dom. And after that message, you said that you revoked his OnlyFans access and you actually sent every other fan an exclusive photo except him. And you told him that like to me, that's that's thinking outside of the box like that's it takes a creative to do this. It's not just cut and dry conversations and it's not all numbers. I mean, you can't give this attention you're giving him to 10 people every day. God, no. You know, you're going to spread yourself thin, but you can give this quality content and attention to someone who's going to value it. And then you have a long term client and then you have promised income instead of a quick buck where you're going to quickly get dissatisfied when you drop, you know, 10 subs versus, you know, losing one quality sub would be way more worse to me. What do you think about that? I completely agree because if this isn't a get rich quick thing, you know, like you can get those quick bucks here and there, but you still you need to work for things. Because again, sex work is work. So I know we gave him a whole lot of credit uh, <laughs> for the first half of this. But I think what really struck me is that you said you've only been doing this for a few months. And a lot of the newbies reaching out to me have no idea what to do. And I think it would be very important of me to ask you, what advice would you give to newbies? What expectations did you have when you started? Well, my biggest tip always, no matter what I'm giving advice on is authenticity. We talked about it momentarily, but you have to be yourself 
and you have to find joy in yourself, whatever you're doing, because mm-hmm. it, there can be, of course, some role playing wherever that that follows for you. But if you aren't finding the joy in letting your freak flags fly, then you're going to you're going to get bored. You're not going to enjoy yourself. You're going to give up and then you're going to blame the industry, which isn't fair either. So being able to find your people that aren't just there to like bash you and for whatever reason that is find those people who are going to support you like you need a good support system to cheer you on because I'm sure you've had bad days where you had to call a friend and be like this happened (laughs) um (laughs) not yet but I'm oh god just me (laughs) (laughs) it's I'm sure it's right around the corner um but I also take things that you know in stride like I I I'd like to think of myself as a duck where I kind of let things fly off you know or roll off my shoulders. But when you find that joy in something and then you commit to it, I think you can get a lot more fulfillment out of it. And you're not going to give up and blame someone else for what you didn't do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So when you are able to find that that support system, like you said, you're able to have those those bad days and not let them turn into bad weeks or bad months. And then you yeah. can let things go a little bit easier. Well, because like I said, I've been in sales for 12 years and hearing no, it it sucks at first, but over time it's, it doesn't matter as much. I love that. I didn't even think about that. Cause you know, in some of my business, I do customer service and, you know, hearing that or sometimes a bad review, like it doesn't hurt as much over time. And to someone who it does hurt, I guess that's great advice to give them like, hey, it's it's not a representation of you. It's, you know, don't take it so seriously. And like you said, just kind of move on to the next one. Yeah. And no's aren't necessarily, usually they're not about saying no to you. It's about the product or the opportunity at hand, or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's, they're not ready to say yes for their own purposes. There's something inside them. Maybe they have internalized shame or guilt over something. And so when you say, oh my God, I started an OnlyFans and they have that, oh my God, you did what? You're doing that? It's <laughs> most of the time it's about them, not you. Yes. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to do a quick little overview of your OnlyFans account because I think mm-hmm. there's some really valuable information here. So I'd love for you to butt in if you have any comments on any of the constructive criticism, I have to say. <laughs> Okay. So, so I see the first thing I always look at is the photo and the banner on your page. And I love how in sync everything is. Do you care if I shout out your link at all? No, do it up. Great. It's onlyfans.com slash summer Alexander spelled how you think it's spelled. <laughs> so <laughs> you have like some very devilly energy, <laughs> like red hair, <laughs> the red lights, um, and it matches like your photo goes in sync with your banner. My only critique would be, I don't think you can show nudity in your photos, but maybe in the banner to show more of your body, if that's something you showcase at all, so that people coming to your page, they can get a little more taste instead of just the face. I dig it. Okay. So then moving on to your name, Summer Alexander is perfect. There's no numbers. There's no underscores. It's your name. People remember it. It's on brand. I love it. Oh, it says you're available now. Okay. I, I, I popped it open when you okay. said you're going there. <laughs> so I love that you have top 15% in your bio. You're like, hey, I know what the fuck I'm 
doing. Right. Love the emojis. And then you get straight to the point. You're a kinky Scorpio ready to dominate you. You show what you are and what you're giving. And then following that, you kind of show a little bit of a menu or services you offer. And it's also written beautifully with the little emojis. It's all the grammar is correct. It looks great. So you said, if you're good, you'll get some. I love that. And then you proceed with lingerie, toy play, tubby time, burlesque, set, sexy lip syncs, and sword play. What the heck is that? <laughs> well, I have a sword. <laughs> oh, my so God. <laughs> what happens with the sword? <laughs> um, well, I haven't, I've got to post something. I haven't done a sword play in a very long time. So it's, I, I can use a sword to like tease my like to cover certain areas to tease to uh show it's more power posing and you know exert my dominance a little bit more and you know some people have knife fetishes too so myself included (laughs) i love i need to i need to send you some knives i thought this meant like you did sword swallowing oh no i I have not tried that (laughs) and i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) no you know what i mean like you go to the renaissance fair and there's always some hot bitch like swallow a fucking sword. <laughs> you know what? I could put that on my to-do list to learn how to yeah. do that. 2020. So you, <laughs> so you also follow with kinks and fetishes are welcomed. I love that. It kind of helps the reader not feel shy. Mm-hmm. And tips are appreciated. Goddess menu available. And then we proceed with my page is free, but my time and energy are not. Prove you are here to play with me and I will change your world. I would put I will rock your world maybe, or does that sound too silly? But I love the Scorpio emoji. (laughs) I'll change your world. I'll rock your world or prove you're here to play with me and I will fucking devour you like something a little more. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Oh my God. I, First off, I love that you say my time and energy are not free. Every listener needs to know that. Mm-hmm. Your energy has value. Set your boundaries. Don't give too much if you're not being compensated. Next, it says no nudity, which is interesting. I didn't know that you didn't show nude. I do want to get back to that as to why. I like that you also said no nudity, so no one has the expectation of nudity. Mm-hmm. I also like that you put that at the bottom and not the first thing to like right. immediately shy people away. Then you have the disclaimer sharing content without permission. Perfect. The location says the depths of your mind, body and soul. Love that. <laughs> Love that. And then your Amazon wish list. Do you have a Twitter account? I do. I don't use it, I guess. Because I know that when you connect that, you can get the check mark but I, like does it connect okay. your actual twitter i don't like so people can go to it or i don't just the login? think so let's test that out so if, if no one knows if under settings if you link your twitter it gives you the blue check which i thought i was just special when i got it but clearly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm finally verified on something okay so i click the check nothing happens so right. i guess that's a good thing that's all. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know. I, I'm doing it. Oh, did I just got a new sub. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> the universe is doing great things. So I love that you have a free subscription, so that on your wall you can do the pay per view content, the PPV. Mm-hmm. Do you also have a subscription based page? And if you don't, why not? <laughs> uh, I do. That was my first page, and then I 
realized that I could get some mentorship from you. And that's when I switched over to a free page. Um, (laughs) So I do still have it. I don't use it often. I have a few paid subs still on there, but I don't use it as often as my free. And for me, I don't know if it's because I don't do nudity that I I was like, I don't know if it's necessary because I can do all the pay-per-views and I can do all the messages and it would be the same content. So I just kind of, I don't know if I felt guilty um, you know, like charging or not, but but I don't know. Okay, so two things. Well, one, don't feel guilty. Two, <laughs> put the paid account in your bio. Because for me, I'm always like, you know, more hardcore content on this page. And also at the bottom of every pay-per-view post on my wall, I always remind people you know, hey, you can pay to unlock this post. But if you're subscribed to my paid subscription, you can always get these posts free, if not half off. So if you're making content for this free page, there's absolutely no reason that you can't post the same content on your paid page. So for example, I see on here, let's go to a post to unlock. Unlock this post for $9.99. We had a couple glasses of wine. Things got (laughs) weird. Looks exciting, but it's $10 to unlock. So at the bottom of that caption, you could also remind people, hey, this is free on my paid account or it's half price on my paid account. So when you're actually posting it on this wall, you can have another tab open with your other account and be posting it simultaneously. So you're not wasting time. And they're still getting value because they may only be paying $10 a month and they're getting more content for less. What do you think about that? I love it. I love it. And I'm taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I was doing that um, for a while. um, And then I don't know why I stopped. I think I I got overwhelmed with this and my business. Hey, completely valid. And I completely understand during Black Friday, I think I went almost a week without posting on my paid account. And I felt guilty. I was like, these motherfuckers are paying and I'm not even (laughs) posting. And then I was like, shit, I should have done some scheduled content because you know the more seriously you take this the more money you get and the second you step away it's like the subs just disappear mm-hmm. absolutely so another thing I'm looking at the amount of content you have right at the top of your page it says you have 190 pictures 7 videos and 526 likes a lot of new models get really upset when they aren't getting subs fast enough yet they only have 10 posts so I <laughs> recommend when you make a new account I mean at least get like 10, 20, 30, if not 50, you know, things on your wall, even if they're not new, just like random pictures, cute things saying good morning, good night, or something exciting in your day or even just like a, hey, have a great day. Because before people sub to your profile, they want to see that you're active. So don't ever feel like you're overposting, whether it's here on social media. There's millions, if not billions of people on the internet. You're never going to overwhelm someone with your posts because they're just going to keep scrolling fast and like they're not even going to think twice about it. So kudos to having lots of content here. I would put more videos. I see you only have seven yeah. in comparison. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know, you're a Scorpio. You already know. You're like, <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice. But yeah, I mean, this is, it's 10 out of 10 for me. A few little nice. tweaks. If it were me, my profile's a little more short and sweet. I think my mm-hmm. profile's like two sentences, but I think I don't have to do much because of the following I have. Okay. So if this is new to you, especially if you're not doing nudity, you have to be like, hey, motherfuckers, this is what I do. This is what I bring to the table. Yes, agreed. Oh, it's a mouthful. But it looks great, girl. I'm <laughs> so you. proud of you and congrats on being in the top 15%. Your menu oh. looks fucking awesome. Thank you. I got a little info from someone. (laughs) 
that makes me so happy because I still halfway don't know what I'm doing. I'm just posting what works for me and like praying to God it works for other people. Well, you're killing it. And it's appreciated that you share what you do. And you have great tits, by the way. Thank you. I agree. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers to today's. Interestingly enough, I I was in a deep dive in your YouTube the other night and I need to get me a titty lift because good God. Oh, thank you. I was so scared to. I'm like, people are going to think I had a boob job, but really, I got tit taken out. <laughs> I got like a reverse boob job. Right? Oh, yeah. And because I've been endowed since I was like 15. So now that it's just like, I look down and like, so are my, my nipples are like checking out my toes. <laughs> like, what Girl, are you doing? I see, <laughs> I see your beautiful big titties and I but I also feel the pain (laughs) (laughs) too true (laughs) and and, you know I struggle with showing my scars on OnlyFans and I was curious how other models do that you know some days I'll put concealer over my little incision marks because I'm not there yet I'm just not fully confident with putting it out there like that. Do do you have any advice for me? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, So I'll go back to my authenticity because if someone's going to judge you or someone's going to look at you and say, oh, I don't want that, then they're not your people. They weren't going to stick around long enough anyway. They were going to probably unsub regardless because something didn't like them that you something rubbed them the wrong way Mm -hmm. at some point down the road. And so if they're not going to accept you right away off the bat, then that's on them, not you. Thank you. Sometimes you just need, it's like as a Scorpio, I feel like I tell my advice all day, but it's hard for me to tell it to myself. Can't you agree? A thousand and fourteen percent. Like literally, I gave some advice to someone. Yeah. <laughs> and and I needed to get the same exact advice from my therapist a few days later. <laughs> oh my God. I was yeah, like, I just told someone else this. What the hell? <laughs> fucking reverse Uno card. <laughs> oh my God. So tell me in comparison to real job that you had or still have versus this is the money the same or is it more? How's it making you feel? Well, the money is like we said before, it's like a a second thing. I get the joy from this job. This is my fun time. This is the fulfilling side of me being able to be a dom, being able to express my sensuality more than I can on Facebook or Instagram brings me so much joy. And I feel so good about myself that while money is good, it's awesome. Like I mean, I've, I have made $1,000 in a couple months. So I mean, cool, but it's so much more for me. It's so much more. That's amazing to hear. You are laying the groundwork and the foundation so strong that I don't see you having any problem with finding just a few quality fans, subs, clients, whatever. And eventually you can kind of just move off OnlyFans and continue those relationships through email, WhatsApp, kick, whatever, and get those benefits of just like a little extra side income to cover spoiling yourself, you know, food, meal, bills, whatever you want to spend it on. But ultimately, that's always where I landed, like from stripping and webcamming. It was always like this little side income and this whole OnlyFans thing subscription base is completely new and putting myself really out there. So it's... um 
I think people get lost in the amount of subs they want and seeing like what realistically a quality sub could do. And just after what you've told me, that's kind of what I see in your future is you having enough energy to handle like up to five guys weekly, but then compensating you more than fairly for that time. And that would be like fun and and exciting for you to do. Absolutely. Yeah, I I love that. That's exactly how I feel too. Like it's fun to have like those random people, you know, unlocking a three dollar post but it boils down it boils down (laughs) it does boil down to those building those relationships with long-standing people you know that's what it's about and so I love that now I'm looking at your tiktok and I want to commend you for not posting very heavily about OnlyFans, especially with the recent ban. Mm-hmm. And let's look at your link in your bio. It's a lot of stuff. So I actually, uh, I haven't gone public with my OnlyFans yet. Um, so every once in a while, I'll throw it into my bio. You can see that's the, it's always Scorpio season here. That's my mm-hmm. OnlyFans. I love it. See, I kind of had to do the same thing. Like the first few months, I didn't want to promote it. I just like, I think I had like a see more of me here or something or would only advertise it in my dms but that's brilliant i love that <laughs> thanks because i'm scared to put it in my link tree now i'm like i don't want to risk losing my tiktok maybe because yeah. uh, i use tap link so i would i would do that because they haven't gone after tap link yet that's a re- okay great suggestion thank you yeah, <laughs> so- there's another um one that i've been meaning to switch over to it's called milkshake and that one lets you have like a really cute it's like a mini website within the links. I just haven't done it yet. No, no real reason other than being lazy. <laughs> but it doesn't show up as it does like a link tree or the tap link. Um, in blocks like this, it shows up as like a cute little website. And it's free. Great advice. I can't wait to dive into that. Is there anything you wish you didn't do when you started or that you wish you had done differently? Goodness. <laughs> right uh so i never i try to never regret anything so i I, you know like i said i I let things flow the way that they flow i don't know that's so hard because maybe uh, it's hard when you're perfect i'm right (laughs) why don't you go ask a peasant this question god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. No, I, I love it. No, no fucking regrets. Well, Summer, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. You taught me so much about kink shaming boundaries and just being a powerful fucking man eater today. <laughs> I wish you all the success. And is there anything else you want to say to our lovely little baby sluts? Oh, just do it. If you're thinking about it, do it. Don't stop yourself. Don't let other people shaming you stop you. Just do it. Make yourself happy. Well, thank you for coming on and everyone go follow her OnlyFans. The link's in the description and we will see everyone on next week's episode. Bye guys. Bye.